Hello, welcome to I Love Rock and Roll. I'm Ken Krantz. And I am Chip Chantry. Ken, I I'm very excited about today's episode. To, yeah, I am. Today's episode is either going to be uh, brilliant or um, not super brilliant. <laughs> I, I'm hoping for both. I think we can hit that that Venn diagram, that sweet spot of of exactly right. Now, be, before we get in, and I want to introduce our have you introduce our esteemed guests. I have to admit something. I was talking to a friend of mine who lives over in Jersey, who's actually from maybe your hometown or very near mm-hmm. it. And I used the wrong Brunswick because Ooh. I'm from Philly. Uh, can, can you can you just briefly give me the rundown of the Brunswicks? Yeah, just, just real quickly. So so I grew up I grew, I grew up in a town uh, as did our guests. I grew up in a town called East Brunswick. OK, there was also North Brunswick. South Brunswick, New Brunswick. Okay. Uh, we drew the line at West Brunswick. We were like, that's enough with the Brunswicks. West Brunswick can fuck right off. There was no sure. West Brunswick. Okay. But we grew up in East Brunswick. Okay. And so wait, I'm curious. So where's the stress factory, by the way? In New Brunswick. That's in New Brunswick. Okay. Yeah. That's so, where Rutgers is located, in New yes, Brunswick. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So uh, wait, but finish your. So, so you used. Tell me. Oh, and he just got very out of out of shape and bent out of shape like really quickly. And and I, I definitely offended him. And uh, so I just want to uh, Adam Schwartzberg, if you're listening, apologies, apologies. Um, well, judging by the last name, I'm going to guess East Brunswick. OK, OK. <laughs> um, so today's episode, this is uh, this is very inside baseball. Um so the reason that you were bringing up uh, the town I grew up in, East Brunswick, um, we had we had this thing in East Brunswick um, in the 70s, 80s and 90s. I want to say it really only lasted a generation or two. Um, but we we had these kids at our schools called Ginkers. And um, to the best of my knowledge, this word does not exist anywhere else. Um, a ginker is uh, these were like I feel like everybody else calls them burnouts. These these were the kids that uh, they wore denim jackets. Music was probably the number one most important thing. I'm guessing it was it was super important who you listen to. And a lot of it was like some of the scarier, at least it was scary back then, some of the scarier metal. Um, and uh, so I, I have a I have a friend from high school who uh, he was he was uh, one of the biggest ginkers I knew. And he's been bugging me. He's like, hey, I want to come on and, and talk ginkers. And um I was he caught me one night while I was just stoned enough where I was like, oh, maybe this isn't a terrible idea. So I started Googling Ginkers to see what I can find. And I came upon a song. I found a song on YouTube called Ginkers. And um, I tracked I tracked the uh, I tracked the guy who wrote and performed the song uh, down Uh his name is John Matthews. Welcome to the show. Hello. 
And uh, so he had a band called Strange Things Done in the Midnight Sun. And the yep. album was called The Killing Wall. And as soon as I saw this song, Ginkers, I was like, is this, like, is it just, is it some crazy coincidence? But then I listened to the song and you're very clearly singing about uh, East Brunswick. Um, and then I thought, and then why not have uh, have a real life Ginker on the show to, to talk Ginker culture with us? So uh, welcome, Ed Guineri, to the show. What's up, guys? Ginker life. So, um, Ed, real quick, I want to start with you. I know you mentioned you were messaging me this morning saying you've never done a podcast before. Um, I'm 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 curious, like why why I love rock and roll. I'm 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 guessing most of the bigger ones are knocking your door down trying to get to you what what made you what made you decide to do ours you can you made me decide because <laughs> first off i love rock and roll i'm a ginker and you're an old friend man i'll do anything for you i so uh john were you you mentioned to me that like you were a little scared of Ginkers when when you were coming through our school. I'll I'll admit, like Ginkers were terrifying to me. Um, but then I was driving around today thinking about it, and I don't know why. It was like, oh, because they smoked cigarettes and drank and smoked weed and listened to hard rock. I was like, well, I can I can answer that. We didn't like anybody that wasn't a Ginker either. Oh. Well, I had no, I feel like I was, um, I had, I, I had like, gink, I, I, I didn't have like a click. Like I kind of bounced around cause I, I always had weed and I always had ho a house to party in cause my parents, uh, they were never around. So, um, but I was definitely like ginkers were were a little scary, but then today I was thinking like the only difference between me and a ginker was I didn't have a Trans Am. Like I did all the shit that you did. I drank and smoked cigarettes and did drugs and partied in the woods and I liked hard rock. John, why, what, what was it about ginkers that uh, scared you? Uh, so, you know, 81, 82, I was like uh, 10, 11 years old. And most of the ginkers that I knew in the neighborhood were three or four years older than us. And like Ed said, they typically do not like anyone that is not within their circle. And I definitely was not. Um, I was part of the, uh, the group that, you know, would get their ass kicked if I mentioned any of the music at the time that I listened to <laughs> by them. <laughs> So, yeah, I was a bit scared of them. And uh, um, it wasn't until a couple of years later when, you know, friends of mine started to transition into Ginkerhood that uh, I became, you know, a little closer to the culture. Even tried to blend in a little bit with denim and jackets and uh, blue jeans. <laughs> but I, I wasn't a Ginker at heart. But uh, um, I can appreciate a lot of the music that had come out at the time. Uh, in hindsight, what what was the music you were listening to that was that was ha was having you run afoul of the Ginkers? So 82, 83, I would say probably uh, 
Adam and the Ants, Eurythmics, Cindy Lauper, um, and maybe a little bit on the punk side, like Ramones and, uh, um, well, actually, it was just basically the Ramones at that point. The other stuff didn't come until years later. But, uh, you know, it was stuff like that. But I wasn't so musically centered at the time. It wasn't like the end-all, be-all of my existence until a couple years later. And then you had mentioned that you sort of sort of transitioned in with some of your friends. What, did you start what, what kind of stuff were you listening to later on then that kind of mesh with that? Oh, it, it. I still listen to a lot of the stuff that they did not. But uh, like towards the later half of the 80s. Um, it was it was kind of harder edge stuff like Ministry and Skinny Puppy and KMFTM and. And oh, Ed's, like Ed, Ed's nodding now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're speaking his language. Yeah. So, but at the time, it still wasn't, you know, my friends were listening to that stuff and they'd still kind of give me the side eye, like, what? This isn't winger. <laughs> <laughs> so that that music that, that we Ginkers listened to, for me, it wasn't so much of we liked the music. It was more of a statement because it was, it was fast. It was hard. It was rebellious. That's what we wanted to be. In retrospect, that music was terrible. <laughs> there was no substance to it. There was the lyrics were horrible. I mean, it just was really more about the personification. And and uh, and who who were you listening to, Miley? Who were your bands? Mod. Uh, oof, Lamb of God, Slayer. It was. It was some crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. All that, all that felt scary in high school. It was all part of our scare tactic. And uh, what are you, what are you listening to now? Ed? what is it? Do you still listen to any of that or is that? You know? No, I don't. Not so much. I, yeah. I'm stuck. I'm still stuck in the eighties, man. I'm, I'm still Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses. I don't know. This new music to me these days isn't doing it for me. Yeah, there's, there's, um, I was trying to think like what, what Ginkers would even listen to today. And yeah, I, I, I know somebody who would have a great answer to that question. Maybe sometime we could ask her about it. Okay. And that's actually a really good question. Does anybody know this? I don't like, are in, if you went to high school at East Brunswick High School, that's a high school, correct? Yeah. East Brunswick. Okay. If you went to East Brunswick High School today, class of 2023 or whatever, even though they might not be called that, are there Ginkers? Do you know? Like, is that still a a thing? I don't think so. No. 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 So here's a I good mean, Sorry. Go ahead. No, you can go. So I, I work for a university down here. I'm on campus all the time. And I maybe see one Ginker out of a thousand. Okay. And they're very out of place to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, 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 uh, how, what are they doing that have that you're pegging them as a Ginker? All black, uh, maybe a Metallica shirt. Um, sometimes I do see a trench coat. I see a denim jacket, but it, it's tough these days because Chances are I could ask that dude about Metallica and he couldn't name a song, you know? 
Well, and that's the interesting thing too. Like I see kid, you know, kids are in their teens, twenties, whatever, walking around with whether it's Metallica, Guns N' Roses, Nirvana t-shirts. And it's just, it seems like it's a fashion. Yeah. Cho- do you know what I mean? It's a fashion choice. It's like, yeah, t- t- yeah. tell me a Guns N' Roses song. They're not, they're not going to be able to do it. Yeah. Back then it definitely wasn't a fashion choice. We, we were living that band that we were wearing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There, there's, <laughs> I have no doubt. Um, John, what made you, I mean, the, this culture obviously left enough of an impression on you that you, that you wrote and recorded a song about it. So what, and it, and it felt like it was cool when I discovered it because it felt like I was listening to an inside joke that, uh, somebody I don't know is sharing an inside joke with me. So I, I just thought it was so cool. What, what made you, what made you want to record that? Um, you're actually correct in it being an inside joke. Um, not that the Kinker culture was a joke, but I was knocking around a few lines, uh, for that song, uh, about a decade or so ago. And, uh, I, wanted it to conflict with the music that I, I was making, you know, because, you know, if you think that I'm writing about tinkers, then of course it's going to be aggressive or, uh, you know, just something within the realm of metal. And it, it, I don't think that song is. And uh, it was just purely out of self amusement that I wrote that song and not too many people get it, of course. Um, but um, at the time that I was writing these lines, somebody also contacted me on Facebook about making a Ginkers documentary, and uh, which uh, never really came to fruition. Um, so it inspired me to 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 write even more about my experiences in East Brunswick, um, and. Uh, yeah, so I wrote a song that maybe only five people get. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of documentary, does anybody know where that term comes from? Ginkers, like where it originated? What it, it is there a meaning behind it? I, uh, you know, I've read so many theories about it. Somebody wrote like this really dry, eight paragraph thesis on it on uh, was it Urban Dictionary? <laughs> okay, yeah. it's. It's ridiculous. They, they tried to trace the lineage back into the, I think, the early 70s um, with uh, someone with the last name of, like, Ginkarovich or, or, or something <laughs> to that effect. <laughs> but I don't think that's the case. I don't know. I really don't know where it came from. Yeah. Because, like, um, in, in my high school outside of Philly, like, we definitely had, like, burnouts, metalheads, you know, whatever. But I never, yeah. I had never come across that that name before. Now, and when uh, I, oh, go ahead. When I moved upstate New York in the mid eighties, I took the term with me. And when I noticed people who fit the description, the second I used it, it like dropped like a ton of shit. Mm-hmm. Like people around me were just like, what? So, uh, I, that's when I had realized that it was a term specific to East Brunswick or maybe even Spotswood. It's yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it was like just our town. Like I mean, Chip, you were joking about all the different Brunswick's, but yeah. If we drove into North Brunswick and we're like, hey, look at that, look at that Ginker, they wouldn't know what the fuck we were talking no about. No idea. Yeah. 
No. That's that's amazing. So, John, did did they ever in upstate New York? Did you ever have it embraced, or just you kind of would mention it and then it would just kind of disappear, or did they take to? Oh yeah, no. It, you know, it was it was kind of like if anyone's ever seen the movie Mean Girls, is trying to make fetch happen and it didn't. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, so I just didn't waste my time. I mean, there there I there are plenty of people who you know looked apart, but um they were typically referred to as by others as burnouts and mm-hmm. you know any other description other than kinkers yeah yeah there was no i i tried i tried uh bringing that to a few different towns and it mm-hmm. it never it never took off all right now let's i think we need to go around the horn real quickly talk uh t-shirts and or denim jackets uh, I, I was definitely not like I was I probably I was probably most in the uh, Ken range of like I was kind of all over the place and I was a grunge kid and then got into fish. You know, I was like a like deadhead for a little while, uh, but I, I was listening to kind of everything. Uh, but when I was in sixth grade, I had I was, you know, I was 11 years old. I had a mullet and I had a <laughs> denim jacket and I wanted to get a patch on the back of my jacket. And I wanted the Guns N' Roses, like the big, you know, like the big patch that would go on, like the entire back of it uh, with the cross, with the with, yeah, the, with all the, their the skulls, skulls yep. on each one. And I remember, again, I'm 11 years old and I was at the mall with my dad and I was like, I want that one. He's like, I'd get it for you, but your mom is not going to appreciate it. We, I, we can't do that. So we compromised and we got the Guns N' Roses with the two guns with the mm-hmm. uh, with the roses wrapped around them. So I had that on the back of my denim jacket. Uh any any uh, any other notable denim jacket patches and or t-shirts that you wore all the time? Anybody? My denim jacket had the Theater of Pain logo on the back. Uh, that Molly was um, that was Molly Crew. Yeah, and uh, I actually gave that to a girl at a crew concert, which I wish I never would have done. <laughs> <laughs> she said she was cold. Whatever. <laughs> but man, I love that jacket. It had patches everywhere yeah oh that's great john, um, uh, john did you have anything anything like that or your fa- favorite no, band actually, t-shirt i didn't start buying band t-shirts until the late 80s so yeah and yeah i mean he, he was getting his ass kicked in the early 80s for I like was, he's, he's gonna yeah. advertise it right right <laughs> hey, <laughs> chip, I'm, chip, i mentioned that i like duran duran and i got a beat down like no one's business oh man uh, and they're great and it's a great band yeah yeah, yeah. Chip, I'm curious. What what was the deciding point between skulls and a cross and two guns with the roses? What you know? was the like that my dad said like one would be appropriate and one not? It yeah. is funny that I, your dad was like these skulls of, are of a the bit guns. much. Yeah, let's let's get you the one with the guns. The guns. Well, I the <laughs> the cross. I think it was the religious thing. Like he's like ah, your mom's. You know, and, uh, we weren't super religious, but we went to church, and my mom would be like, eh, that's a little too much. But like, no problem with guns. You know, just like throw those revolvers up. But the, I think it was the cross that 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 guy. Exactly. He's like, I, he's like, let's let's steer clear of that. By the way, I I will say this, and then I want to get to Ken's jacket. When I was real little, I was probably like seven. And uh, speaking of losing a jacket, I was at base little league practice when I was in second grade. And this is the most 80s sentence anybody's ever going to say. I lost my members only jacket that my mom had 
stitched an MTV patch on the back of. So I literally had a members only jacket with an MTV patch on the back of it. And I left it at little league practice and lost it. And to this day, uh, devastating, devastating. Uh, Ken, how about you? Did you, what was your, uh, I didn't, uh, shirt or jacket. Yeah. Denim. I didn't have a denim jacket. I was, um, I'm honestly not that much different than I am now. A lot of, a lot of stones and Bowie shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was weird. Like I did all the same stuff as the Ginkers. It was just the music was different, but Mm -hmm. the Ginker, like Ed, you were like, you were scary to me (laughs) in, in high school. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, you know, it was like just the music separating us. They all congregated too. We had a, we had a we had a like a fence uh, on our high school. There was and that had a gate that you can walk through. And on one side of the gate was the high school, but on the other side of the gate was just like a neighborhood, you know. So it wasn't private. It wasn't school property. Mm-hmm. So all the Ginkers would gather at that gate and stand on the other side where they couldn't get in trouble and just smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And um, like if you saw one of your friends at the gate, like you'd be a little concerned. You were like, oh, God, what are they doing at the fed? What are they doing with the Ginkers? Literally going to the other side. Yeah. 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 Now, and before the episode, Ed, you had mentioned something about spray painting a rock. Oh, there was a tradition at the East Brunswick High School. I don't know when it started, where it came from, but every senior class would spray paint the word Holly Rock somewhere on campus. So I decided to take it up, up a notch and I spray painted it pretty much everywhere I possibly could. It was on every door going into school, every brick, at just everywhere. And I'll never forget rolling up to school that day with a buddy of mine, smoking a joint, Aerosmith's sweet emotion comes on and we just roll up and everybody is just standing outside, just looking like in awe. Teachers are just shitting themselves. And we had a, they called us all into the auditorium and the principal said, you know, if somebody knows anything about this, you need to tell us or you're all, you're all in trouble. And me and Benny were just sitting there like, ah, excellent. (laughs) (laughs) And we never did get caught. That's great. Until now. Yeah, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't remember. I mean, I remember the tradition. I just don't remember that. Um, I don't remember getting called in. But I'm surprised. I'm like, I would have just, I would have been like it was a fucking ginker. Like, why, why are you? There's only like 20 of them in the school. Just just have an assembly with them and yell at them. What are you bothering the rest of us for? <laughs> That's funny. So, Ed, what, um, so I'm what curious, year was that? We were we were ninety four. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I just moved back to New Jersey in ninety four. So, I'm I'm surprised that even then that that kinkers were still a thing. Kinkers were like. Uh, 
You'd be like if one of your friends was having a party, like you would, you're like, are there going to be any ginkers there? Because I don't know if I want to come. Yeah, we might have to put away the good china. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys weren't known to be like, uh, like polite party guests. You guys would come to parties and kind of fuck shit up. We, we were the dudes that came to the end of Gary and Wyatt's party at Weird Science. now ed was there music that you were listening to that wasn't in the ginker lifestyle like were you like ever like secretly like jamming to some peter gabriel or some some elton john or something like that when now i've been a musician all my life so yes i I was listening to other genres and even like the, the the guns and roses and the motley Crue's. I had to keep that secret too. That, okay. That was, that, that was, that was a no, no. Right. Okay. I'm surprised to hear that. Cause I always thought of guns and roses and Motley Crue as, uh, like a fairly obvious ginker. Uh, yeah. But when you compare it to the MODs and the Lamb of Gods, it's, it's soft rock. Yeah. And it's mainstream too. I had, cause yeah. I had, I actually did have a friend. I'm thinking about it. That was, was into that and he was definitely into there was one that was my favorite is it morbid angel is that was that a band morbid angel i think oh, that, right. i think that was my favorite name of a, of a band yeah cradle mm-hmm. of filth was was that another one that, that's two of my favorite uh band names yeah i do remember actually i just had this memory come to me i was at a party once and uh the kid had a piano at his house and i heard somebody playing the piano and it was um it was journey like maybe it was like don't stop believing and um i was or maybe like, faith maybe faithfully that's a good uh piano song. <laughs> <laughs> and i but i remember coming downstairs to be like who's playing the piano it was actually really good and uh, i was it was ed and i remember like standing on top of the stairs seeing ed at the piano playing journey and like my head wanted to explode because I was like, he's a fucking ginker. He can't. So there's a reason for that, Ken. And that was to get the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Did it work at the party? It worked at every party. Oh. <laughs> uh, did you have the uh, the long hair, too? Was that a. Oh, thing? yeah. Yeah. I had a, I had a silver earring. Came back okay. to the top here of a dagger. OK, <laughs> nice. Nice. Did you give it to a girl at a concert who was uh, <laughs> probably she was like, my ears are cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love your earring here. <laughs> um, John, when you uh, so when you write the Ginker song, so I don't so forgive me, I don't I don't know anything uh, about your band. So how, how was the band from New Jersey? Yeah. Like they were also they they were in on the joke or did you have to like go be like, hey, I wrote this thing that none of you are going to understand. Pretty much. <laughs> I had to explain the term. And uh, um, my bassist, uh, Shannon, is uh, from Perth Amboy. So she sort of got it. Um, she's within my the same age, age range. But uh, the rest of the band was like, what the fuck are you singing about? <laughs> um, 
but uh yeah it's just uh i don't know where to go from there <laughs> yeah <laughs> are you still are you guys still together do you guys still play we're still on ice uh we were talking about getting back together for a couple shows uh on the New Year's Eve, uh, 2019, 2020, but then the pandemic happened. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah. And we're kind of toying around with the idea of it again now, but we'll see. Do it. It's a lot of work, you know, but it's a lot of work. And I know, you know, even if you just jam, that's true. Um, but so yeah, it, what, uh, what have what have you done? What have you done since then? Any other bands? Uh, no, nada. And when when was the Ginker song released? Two thousand and twelve. Okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, was that? I know, right? A decade ago. Was that? Uh, did when Stranger Things came out? Did that throw a curveball into your uh, into your name? A little bit. Yeah. Strangely enough, um, I think that we were getting a lot more hits uh, because of the name. Oh, that's interesting. Misdirected. Yeah. Um, and uh, so because of that, I there I, I think at the time there was an app where you could change fonts into what Stranger Things looks like. Yeah. So I did that with the band name just as a joke. Sure. And uh, um, yeah, so... That, that was really the only benefit at the yeah. time, but otherwise, um, yeah, no, you didn't get, you didn't get like that Kate Bush bump. I did not get that bump. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be All getting that probably 30 years from now. All right. Now, now here's what I want to know, Ed, it's three o'clock on a Friday. You're in high school. The bell rings school's out. What's what's the evening looking like for a Ginker? What's 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 happening? Uh, we're thinking about the mall. Ginkers okay. mall rats. Okay, all right. So we'd uh, you know, what, what mall was that? East Brunswick Square Mall. Okay, very small, very small mall. You can walk it in about ten minutes. Um, so get home, probably go to a friend's house, get a little high, freshen up just a little bit. And as soon as that sun started going down, we hit the mall. And we would walk it until it closed, and then we would find. Uh, and how many of there would would you be? Like how many people generally? Uh, you would probably start with about six to eight, but everybody kind of would go separate ways, and they would talk to chicks and go hang out with them, and and then you kind of we would find each other later on in the night, like Ken said, in in the woods with a beer ball. Yeah. Now, okay, here's a, here's a good question: Are are there female ginkers or ginkers just guys oh there was there was uh, ginker chicks were hot too like because they were (laughs) they were kind of trashy like they were trashy hot i had i had a it's so funny i can't even remember their names now but i remember there was a couple ginker girls that i had crush on but i was like too scared to talk to them because they were ginker yeah they put out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh you know obviously things are very relaxed nowadays well even legal in jersey but uh how, how were you guys getting high were you get were you at somebody's house doing that in somebody's basement how uh how sneaky did you have to be or was it pretty out in the open 
We got it from uh, a friend's parents. Okay. Like stolen or like uh, somebody was selling it to you. They would be like, Hey, you know, if you guys are going to do this, do it here in the home, it'll be safer kind of thing. But you know, they would do their own thing and we would just grab a couple of joints, take it with us. Yeah. I would get it from my parents too, but I would just steal it. Nice. And they were never home. So it wasn't even like anything you really had to sneak. Yeah, but it's not like vodka where you can drink the vodka and then fill the bottle with water. Right. Where, what do you fill the, uh, the pot bin with? Well, the problem yeah. was is there were because I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big I came from a big blended family. So there was like five kids in the house. So everybody thought they were being slick and pinching mm-hmm. weed. But then and like at some point they sat all the kids down and were like, you have to buy your own weed. Like we, <laughs> we it's an we, economic decision. Yeah, we know what's happening. Stop stealing our weed. <laughs> That's funny. My dad, uh, my dad told me years later that he used to hide his weed um, in a Hebrew prayer book because <laughs> he knew no kids were picking up a Hebrew prayer book. And did you ever find that? No, I, ne- I never I never found the uh, Haggadah weed. No, I, <laughs> I, I found like the if you were dumb enough to leave it in your uh, dresser drawer. Yeah. Or the roaches in the ashtray or something. Yep. Um, um, yeah, I didn't I didn't partake. I was a square. I was very much like that Adamant song. You don't drink, you don't smoke. What do you do? Um, but the friends that I knew at the time would get it from older siblings, mm. but from there, I don't know where they got it from. And it was still very much, they were still, it was, they weren't doing it out in the open. It was still very much in the woods. In the woods. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Um, I was, I, John, I was, I was very much the same way. Like I didn't touch the stuff. Like I even had friends who like started to dabble with weed and we'd go to the woods and I would like stand and watch. I'd be like the lookout. Like that was kind of my yeah. thing. And then, then I went to college and it all kind of fell apart in college, but, um, uh, but yeah, all through high school, I was pretty straight edge. Yeah. You know, what happens a lot was being chased by the cops. Yeah. That, that was a big thing. Well, you I mean, you I could see how the police would be weary of you guys. Well, you 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 dressed like, you know what I mean? Like there there was a look where you saw a ginker and you were like, they're they're they think they're not up to anything great. They can't possibly be. Yeah. But they would have us all there in a circle and we would just start running and they weren't keeping up. I actually have something interesting, John, to your point, when you said earlier about getting beat up by the Ginkers. So I didn't start becoming one until I got beat up by them. And then they all became my best friends. That's so interesting. Wait, so you were because just my memory of you is you were just always a Ginker. Was it like like an initiation beatdown or, or? No, you know, I had a. I don't know. I, I came into the school system from Pennsylvania, just had an attitude and just started getting in the fights. But then, you know, when these when the Ginkers started realizing that I could whoop some ass, mm-hmm. 
you know, they would kind of help me up from the fight, be like, hey, let's go get a drink. And that's that's kind of where I became again. Where in uh, Pennsylvania did you come from? Uh, right outside of Philly in Havertown. Oh, sure. Yeah. Very, yeah. You know, it? very small town. Yeah. I was in uh, like Narstown. OK. Yeah. So, Ed, what what were you in? What were you like? What kind of kid were you before you became a ginker? I was I'd like to say I was kind of always a ginker, just didn't look like it. Yeah, I was I was a troublemaker. Always fights, you know, theft. I was a bad kid. So I kind of just found my place with the ginkers. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the ginkers definitely had like. It, it one thing that I related to, uh, it felt like a pretty healthy disrespect of authority, which I always uh, like that I admired. Um, but even now, like just through Facebook, um, and I, I, I don't know what the correlation is, but there's like I still keep tabs on the Ginkers on Facebook. And a lot of them still seem very anti-authority to me, like like a good number of and not to make it not to make it like political learning, but like I see a lot of the Ginkers are like the do your own research people, you know, like don't trust the government, don't trust them, do your own research. And it's like you got left back three times. Like someone should be doing the research for you. You shouldn't be doing your own research. Hey, I only got left back once, man. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite things too was at least I remember, like especially when I was a kid, you know, seven, eight years old in the mid 80s, was with like the metal stuff especially was like, Oh, they're all Satan worshipers. That's what we we thought. Like we were told and the satanic panic thing. And like it's we were we thought it was like, oh, it's they're it's they're Satan worshipers. They're worshiping. It's like, no, they're just teenagers getting drunk in the woods. Like that's that's basically all that's happening. That's a very good point. Yeah. There was yeah. that stigma of a ganker being a, a a Satan worshiper, but I think we might have done a Ouija board here and there, but that was sure that was about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it is weird because I, I knew anyone. What was that? Early, I don't think I knew anyone in the early nineties or eighties uh, that was, uh, you know, subscribed to Satanism. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, th- it's, I don't think it's, it's so funny how that was such a big deal, and it was like, yeah. oh, in the dirt, they're worshiping Satan, and I don't, th- it's, it never happened. Yeah, yeah, we, we might. That it was the whole uh, Procter and Gamble thing at the time too. People, uh, I think, uh, their whatever graphic they were using at the time uh, was they, they thought it was something to do with the occult. I think. Oh, is that right? Moon and stars. That's so, so yeah, funny. I, think, I don't remember falls with the whole satanic panic thing. Yeah. No, I, I think we made a we may have spray painted a pentagram here and there, but it's just for getting a rise. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, there's a whole I'm I'm looking at this up right now. Yeah, the Procter and Gamble. That's that's um, hilarious. Going back to uh 94, which is when I moved back down here, mm-hmm. um, I actually worked at the East Brunswick Mall at Camelot oh. Music. Mm-hmm. If uh if you guys ever frequented that, 
I did. I used to, I would ride my bike to the mall. Um, what it was, what was the name of the place? Camelot music. Yes. They have, they, 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 so they you guys have probably know each other. How good. funny is that? And yeah, if you were, yeah. if you were working at the record store in the mall in 94, I for sure came in and, and bought CDs from you. Oh yeah. I, I, was, I, I, I was the one that was in charge of the, uh, the, uh, alternative section. Yeah, time. I definitely probably came in there and played some Journey on the piano. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'll never uh, forget that, Ed, because it was like my brain couldn't wrap it. Like, I couldn't wrap my... I'm like, wh- why is this Ginker playing Journey? That's awesome. I don't uh, remember that. <laughs> John, Camelot Music, best or worst job ever? It was actually one of the best. Because we were left to our own devices sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when the cats were away, <laughs> we would uh, play anything we wanted in store. Yeah. You know, we were supposed to play, you know, Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston. But instead, we were, uh, you know, we were playing Sepultura and KMFDM <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, a lot of techno at the time as well. Yeah. That's great. My, my, my favorite job to this day has always been working at a video store. Like if I could still do that, that would be, and it just doesn't exist. <laughs> I know you may as well be like, I wish I was a milkman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wish I had a paper route. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have a question for you. So, um, with, with this kind of music you like, that you like that the Ginkers listen to. And I know you were saying like Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses was even kind of like laughed at, which I'm surprised to hear. Um, how did you, because that kind of music like Slayer, like that wasn't played on the radio. Uh, MTV didn't care too much about your demographic. So I don't, I mean, I were you one of these MTV kids like me where you were just parked in front of these videos for like 10 hours a day or were you like none of this does anything for me no i i definitely enjoyed mtv but the other genre was and i remember it quite well was specifically the brothers of one of my best friends we would go over there and he would be listening to it and would just be like you know dude you guys gotta listen to this and he was like god gigger that, mm-hmm. that older brother of my friend. And we were like, yes, sir, anything. <laughs> but that's how I got introduced to the heavy stuff. Yeah, because I was like, where do you even like MTV's not playing? I mean, maybe they gave you like Headbangers Ball once a week. Were you all right. up? Were you... Oh, yeah, we were in front of the TV for that. Um, Headbangers Ball was a great outlet for exposing stuff they would never hear on the radio. Mm-hmm. Much like 120 Minutes was. Uh, 120 for, Minutes was brilliant. I I would yeah. I would set the VCR. Then 100 that came on like crazy late, right? If yeah. I remember, like yeah, one like, in the morning or something. Sometimes midnight, sometimes one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that was um, it. Yeah, that I was, think you could still go. I think you can go on YouTube and watch. Yeah. Like full episodes and it's great yeah yeah 120 <laughs> minutes was like my headbangers ball 
That was like when well, that's where you would discover all this shit that they weren't playing anywhere else. Yeah. Pavement and the Pixies and all that. Yeah. Um, Ed, do you, do you keep in touch? Do you keep in touch with a lot of Ginkers? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the, the main one that I hung out with, and you might remember in Hammer Shoal, the, the, the walkout. Do you remember that? Vaguely. And, Why did we walk out? Me and him got in trouble and we, we left school and walked out. And from what I understand, half the school walked out too because we got in trouble and walked out. But we were like him, we were like justice for Ed Guinari. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I found it funny too. <laughs> but I mean, this kid was—he was like my idol ganker, and me and him were best friends. And of course, like every like a good old fashioned WWF breakup, we fought each other, and that was the end of it. Who won? Um. I don't think either of us won. It was over a girl. And I think she might have jumped in and got hit a couple of times. But he he walked away with her. So I guess I lost. <laughs> I liked how you were like, I don't know who won. And then you very clearly <laughs> laid out who won. Well, you know, physical wise, yeah. I don't think I lost. But winning the girl. Yeah. Yep. Um. All right. Yeah, what, what, Chip? I'm a chain smoker. Oh, I thought Chip said something. Um, well, I think, Chip, I think maybe we've we've said it all. Yeah. Uh, give me uh, real quick. Yeah. Before we before we wrap this up and uh, somebody, let's say let's say I want to make a Ginker movie like a not even a, a documentary, but a, uh, you know, like a recreation and I have to design it. What's the perfect ginker outfit head to toe what what are you wearing what are you what are you looking like uh it's definitely dark colors it's 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 black it's long hair it's silver earrings maybe even silver some silver rings with some skulls on it uh no sleeves can't have sleeves on your t-shirt you gotta um black jeans um black sneakers were okay but it was more about a black boot maybe a doc martin mm-hmm and uh, just just rough, rough yeah. look. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There it is. I like it. There it is. Um, were there were there like sneakers? I don't even I'm like I'm trying to remember. Were, was there like a sneaker brand that Ginkers? Uh, whatever was cheap. Reebok, black Reeboks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll have to go with that as well. <laughs> Nice, nice. All right. Well, I think there you have it. I think we got. I, I'm. I. I. I think I understand the word world of Yankers now. This is great. And if you still, if you're still like not totally understanding, watch. Um, Chip, what was that movie you were talking about off air? Heavy metal parking lot. Oh, heavy metal parking lot. Yeah, yeah. I just rewatched that today. If if you get a chance, it's on. I think it's on. It was like Pluto or something like that. Easy. And it's like 11 um, minutes. I think it's like Tubi. Yeah. Tubi. I, I think maybe Tubi. that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What's and it's called? 11 minutes of greatness. Heavy metal parking lot. Heavy, heavy metal parking lot. 
it's from it's like yeah, it's uh, from uh, ni- 1986 it's in the, it's from maryland somewhere and it's out it's the parking lot of a judas priest concert it's judas priest and dokken playing and nice. what's like and it's just so it's just a guy going around with a camcorder with a microphone talking to the fans and oh, yeah. it's exactly what you want it to be oh i have a good i have a good wrap-up question for you ed uh give me like your top two or three ginker bands who aren't in the rock and roll hall of fame that you think need to be i'm gonna go with slayer are they in the are they in the hall of fame no i don't don't think they are no um i mean priest but they are um iron maiden isn't Ooh. They just got, nom- they just got nominated today. Yeah, yeah, that that would probably be it right there. Yeah. But I do have something, Ken, in closing. You said at the top of the, the cast that when I brought this to her, you were high as a kite and thought it was a good idea. Yes. Just want you to know I was a high as a kite when I brought it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I sort of, I sort of figured. Yeah, that was a fun conversation that night. They're like, <laughs> what? No, that sucks. Well, maybe it doesn't. Hold on. I think, yeah, my first, well, it's like my first reaction with everything is like, oh, that sounds terrible. But then I, but then I thought about it and I was like, well, this could actually, you know, what made me think it was finding, it was finding John's song. It was one once I put uh, went on to YouTube and threw Ginkers in to see what I could find and then finding John's song and then reaching out to him and having him get back to me so quickly. I was like, oh, yeah, this is was actually a good idea. Nice. Thank you, John. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not to. Uh, disrupt the illusion that I'm online all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I did get back to you right away. Um, um at first I thought it, I thought you were a bot at first. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> John, I'm still not sure, buddy. So I yeah, you know, don't I'm not I'm not positive he's not a bot. So I'm just a deep fake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um no, yeah, I was like, I knew I knew it was gonna sound weird too. And I was like, I I'm guessing you don't get a lot of uh private messages about uh your ginkers song absolutely you were the first <laughs> you broke virgin ground yes i had to clean myself beautiful, beautiful. and also wait, we should also mention that um rather coincidentally john is uh friendly with our pal kieran turner uh the director oh, yeah yeah the director of the joe Bryth documentary and yeah yeah, yeah. He reached out to me a long time ago. Um, I think I made a reference to Jabriah on Facebook, and that's how he found me. This was before. I think he was just starting to come up with the idea of doing a documentary. And uh, um, I think he, he even tried a Kickstarter at that point, which failed because it was Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I've seen quite a few versions of that movie before he settled on to the final final take of it yeah it's uh, uh, still i mean uh, we've we're obviously rock fans we've watched a lot of documentaries still one of my favorite if not favorite rock oh, documentary yeah. ever it's yeah. it's it is certain it's yeah it's definitely up there for, i've i've seen it probably five or six times now yeah, yeah. I mean, from, um, for all the frustration that 
went into it. It's just an amazing piece of work. And I wish it got more uh, exposure. Yeah. 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 yeah, And I think it's still on Amazon if people want to watch it. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Jabriath AD. Jabriath AD. Yeah. Um, uh, Ken, I'm going to need you to text me those two. Um, I'll message them to you. Ed is a ginker. I don't know that uh, the the story is incredible. I don't know that Joe Bryant's music will be right up your alley. Hey, uh, I, I love all music, but yeah. but the story. I don't know if you're like I could watch Some Doc, piano I, music. Yeah, it's and just like the 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 graphics, the, the animation, or mm-hmm. it's just. The but I, I could watch I could watch documentaries on any. It could be a musician that I hate, and yeah. if there's a documentary on them, I'll watch it. I could watch a documentary about you, Ken. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> I won't, I'm sorry. What'd you say, Job? I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. 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 I mean, if it's music, I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Uh, all right. Well, listen, thanks. Uh, thank you. And thanks to the, if the audience is still listening, uh, thank you for, uh, thank you for bearing, bearing with me. Cause this was really just sort of a love letter to, uh, yeah to our town of East Brunswick and um, a culture that's not like I, I have friends with their kids in school and I've asked for years and they were like, yeah, nobody like if you went into East Brunswick today and said it to a kid, they wouldn't know what you were talking wouldn't know about. What it is. Like yeah. it was. Yeah. It, it really went the way of the woolly mammoth. Yeah. It's, yeah. Think, yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was, it had its, it had its place in time and then it was, it was dumb. That's a damn shame. That's right. <laughs> All right. I, mean, I, um, I don't know if they're still partying in the woods. Yeah, maybe they're still partying in the woods. Maybe they're still out there. Yeah, yeah but they're they're listening to different music and they're doing Molly instead of drinking beer balls, is yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um John, where where can people find you? If they, uh, if, they if you, if, if if you social, want them to find you. If you want them to. Um Strange Things Done in the Midnight Sun is actually on Spotify. And uh I think I also added some tunes to Reverb Nation a long time ago. I think that was through MySpace. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's still up there. And uh, and, and like you mentioned before, uh, uh, there's some YouTube clips as well um, of the official songs, and I think a couple live performances as well. Cool. We'll All see right. if we uh, get back together, though. <laughs> Ed, I'm not going to ask because uh, I know you don't want people finding you. Would be Just my find guess. me on Facebook. <laughs> you can figure out how to spell Gwinnery. Find him on Facebook. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Chip, you got anything coming up? Uh, on, yeah, on Facebook. February 9th, uh, probably this Thursday, if you're listening right as this comes out, February 9th, I'm going to be at... Uh, Soul Joel's in Pottstown with David James. I'm going to be there. So uh, check that out. And uh, of course, just find me at Chip Chantry on on everything. How about you, Ken? Um, I can't find anything I want to promote right now. So just um, find me at Ken Krantz Comic. Yeah. Boca Raton? Yeah, this is coming out. This this show is uh, <laughs> the show's the show's coming out after that show. So yeah there it is all right thank you and ed and john thank you guys so much for uh for joining us thank you we'll see you next week